Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I, I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's ad grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome to a brand new Am I on the Air here live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in Tucson, Arizona. And uh, I'm your host, Don Mega. Welcome back to the show. You know how we do already by now. Am I on the Air? It's your weekly wrap-up of all entertainment news, whether it be in the world of television, the realm of movies. We do reviews. I'll tell you what's hot, what's not, and everything in between. Uh, this is Season 10, Episode 21. Today's episode is called Sit Down, Lunch Lady, and uh, that has to do with our movie review of the week, which is, of course, going to be the number one film in America, and that is Spy, the new Paul Feig film starring Melissa McCarthy, Jason Statham, um, Jude Law, got the whole gang there, and um, it was an awesome movie, so we're going to be talking about that, we're going to be talking about everything else that went down in the last week of entertainment news since our last show, and, um, whew. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? So we're going to get right into it. Uh, first and foremost, I want to tell you to keep an eye out this week for a brand new Red Dragons Assemble. Hopefully by now you know what it is. Red Dragons Assemble is my other show with myself, Geeky Pat, and Peeps, where we get together once a month and we talk about all the news of the previous month. So we were, we were going to do this last week. We had a little bit of scheduling issues, so it ended up getting pushed back to this upcoming week. So, just letting you know, keep an eye out for it, alright? New Red Dragons Assemble coming with a hot new brand new theme song as well. So, ooh, wait for that one. Alrighty, let's get into it. And like I said, we're going to start things off with our movie review as we always do. It is the number one film at the box office, no shocker there. Paul Feig, uh, director of such films such as Bridesmaids, he did The Heat. He's going to be doing the upcoming Ghostbusters reboot with the all-female cast. This is Spy. Spy is a film starring Melissa McCarthy. Like I said, Jason Statham is in it. Jude Law. Um, basically, it revolves around... It's kind of a spoof on like a James Bond kind of thing. Um, where Jude Law kind of plays the, the James Bond. And uh, Melissa McCarthy works in the office kind of as his surveillance. She's the uh, voice in his ear. So as he goes on mission, she's telling him, you know, hey, watch out around the corner, do this, do that, watch out. Um, Rose Byrne is in this film, who I love Rose Byrne, and she's the bad guy, and she ends up, <clears throat> basically she finds out 
um, who all the spies are that are working for the CIA. So Melissa McCarthy says, hey, you know, they don't know me. Uh, why don't you let me go in? Because she, she feels like she's kind of just being wasted in the office. So she says, why don't you let me go in and do it? And that's where, hence the uh, title of today's show, because this is where Jason Statham says, okay, sit down, lunch lady. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, Jason Statham kills it in this film. I've always been a big fan of Jason Statham. I love the guy. Love pretty much everything he's done. He is knocked down, standout, hilarious in Spy. Um, he's not in the film like a whole bunch, but he pops up in the movie about every 10, 15 minutes. And when he does, he's he, he'll have you cracking up. So, great job to Jason Statham. I would love to see a spinoff movie just of his character. But, yeah, Melissa McCarthy, and like I said, she volunteers and says, let me go do it. And she ends up getting tied into this whole thing. And it is really, really good. I know some people are very torn on Melissa McCarthy. They're like, oh, like, she was cool, but she's kind of the same shtick. Kind of the kind of thing that ends up happening for a lot of people, where people got burnt out on Adam Sandler because they said it's a lot of the same stuff. People getting burnt out on Kevin Hart because they say it's a lot of the same stuff. That's where Melissa McCarthy comes into play. Uh, her movie last summer came out called Tammy, and a lot of people didn't like it. And it was a, it was her first bomb, so to speak, um, because all her movies actually do really, really well. So people were worried coming off of Tammy, you know, how is this going to be? I wasn't worried at all because of it being a Paul Feig film, because Paul knows how to direct Melissa McCarthy. He knows how to handle her. And, you know, we've seen it in Bridesmaids. We saw it in The Heat. And... This movie is just hilarious. The direction is great. The action is great. She's very kind of toned back. And then so when the moments where she is a little over the top, you laugh a lot because she's not like that the entire film. And I think that that really, really helps. So, you know, in the grand scheme of it all, this movie is just really damn funny. If you look on Rotten Tomatoes right now, it actually has a 95% uh, fresh rating, which is just outstanding for a comedy film. And, um... You know me, I always rank my comedy films on my five-star scale based on how much did I laugh. And I laugh pretty damn consistently throughout this entire film. So Spy gets four out of five stars for me. I really, really liked it. I can't wait to probably see like an unrated cut when uh, the Blu-ray comes out. This is definitely set up as a franchise, a possible franchise, to where they could do this again and again. Uh, because of it being a Spy kind of thing, um... They can go a lot of places with this, and I actually hope to see this come back and get another chance to do something else cool in the future. So, uh, And it makes me very excited to see Melissa McCarthy in the Ghostbusters reboot with this same director, because their chemistry is just so great. So, Spy is super funny. I'm glad it's the number one film. Big thumbs up. Four out of five stars for me. Alright, my friends. Let's get into the news of the week. And we kick things off, Community, uh, you know, that they got canceled and then uh, Yahoo brought them back. Well, the sixth season on Yahoo just finished. Uh, Ken Jong, who's on the show, says that he thinks the show will actually be back again. The rest of the cast maybe doesn't feel that way, but Ken says he definitely thinks the show will be back again. They felt it was successful enough on the Yahoo platform to get another season. Excuse me. Take a nice big sip of my tea, Java. Um, we got a pretty cool article up with Ant-Man trivia and fun facts. So that's something you can check out if you wish. It just kind of gets you a little bit prepped for the Ant-Man. Um, 
for the Ant-Man movie coming out. Next up here, we got the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, the Critics' Choice Awards went down this past week, um, and this is basically honoring all the best on TV right now. I'm going to run through the winners here real quick. Best Drama Series went to The Americans over on FX. Best Actor in a Drama Series went to Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Sal. Best Actress in a Drama Series went to uh, Taraji P. Henson on Empire. Best Supporting Actor in a Drama Series went to Jonathan Banks for Better Call Sal. Best Supporting Actress in a Drama went to Lorraine Toussaint for Orange is the New Black over on Netflix. Best Guest Performer in a Drama Series went to Sam Elliott for Justified. Best Comedy Series went to Silicon Valley over on HBO. Uh, I'm very happy about that. Love Silicon Valley. Best Actor in a Comedy Series went to Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent. Best Actress in a Comedy Series went to Amy Schumer for Inside Amy Schumer over on Comedy Central. Love that show as well. Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series went to T.J. Miller for Silicon Valley. Woo-woo! Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series went to Allison Janney for Mom. Uh, Best Guest Performer in a Comedy Series went to Bradley Whitford for Transparent over on Amazon. Best Animated Series went to Archer over on FX. Best Talk Show went to The Daily Show with Jon Stewart on Comedy Central. Best Movie Made for Television went to Bessie over on HBO. Best Limited Series went to Oliver Kitteridge on HBO. Best Actor in a Movie or Limited Series went to David Oyelio for Nightingale over on HBO. Best Actress in a Movie or Limited Series went to Frances McDormand for Olive Kitteridge uh, over on HBO. Best Supporting Actor in a Movie or Limited Series went to Bill Murray for Olive Kitteridge. Best Supporting Actress in a Movie or Limited Series went to Sarah Paulson for the American Horror Story Freak Show on FX. Best Reality Show went to Shark Tank over on ABC. Best Reality Competition Series went to Face Off over on Sci-Fi. Best reality series went to um, best reality series host went to Cat Dealey for So You Think You Can Dance over on Fox. So that is your Critics Choice Award winners, my friends. In kind of pop culture news, Kim Kardashian revealed that she's pregnant with her and Kanye West's second child. So congratulations. Um, Tracy Morgan, who of course got in that real bad accident last year, he did his first interview with the Today Show earlier this week. He says he's not ready to perform in uh, a very emotional first post-accident interview. Uh, It was a really good interview, so if you want to check that out, just look for the clip from the Today Show over on NBC and check out Tracy Morgan's first interview. Uh, We have the first trailer for Rise of the Tomb Raider, new video game there. looks awesome. Um... We got an article up with Paul Feig talking about making the all-female Ghostbusters film. Um, E.L. James, the author of all the Fifty Shades of Grey books, is releasing a brand new book later this month simply titled Grey, which will be the same story, but this time it's told from Christian Grey's point of view. Ooh, so interesting. It's actually already topping all the book sales on every platform for pre-orders, which is just crazy. Um, actually, sticking, staying with this story here, the movie studio, I think it's Sony, uh, that did the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, uh, they said that uh, the main actors, everybody that does the films, none of them have spin-off um, rights in their contract. So if they decide to make a movie based on this Grey book, they are not contractually obligated to do it. So they might renegotiate that or not, but as of right now... Um, there's no word even if the studio wants to make this great book into a movie, but they're thinking they probably will. So, <laughs> we'll see. 
what ends up happening there with Gray. Uh, Simon Pegg, who is, of course, in the new Star Trek movie, he was also writing the script. He says that Star Trek Beyond is going to start production in about four weeks. So we're finally going to get going on this new Star Wars. Um, we have the first teaser trailer for season three of Ray Donovan, which starts in July. Looking very forward to that. I love Ray Donovan, one of my favorite shows on television. We got some articles up with some concept art for George Miller's abandoned Justice League movie. You can check out those articles on our Twitter and our Facebook page. You can see how Aquaman was going to look and Wonder Woman and some of the storyboard stuff. Um, I, you know, this has been, I, I got to touch on it because it's pop culture and that's what we do here. Um, but it's getting a little too much, I think, because uh, it's everywhere I turn. Of course, as you know by now, Bruce Jenner has become a female. Uh, and he finally revealed who his female identity will be. Uh, Vanity Fair released a magazine last week, and it is the debut of Caitlyn Jenner. So no more Bruce Jenner. He is now Caitlyn Jenner and makes the debut on the cover of Vanity Fair magazine. Um, it's it's crazy, man, how much buzz this thing has made, and they're saying that you know the documentary series had like 4 million views of the preview of the documentary series called like It's Me Kate I think is the name of the show Um, 4 million views in like 24 hours Uh, Caitlin became the fastest person to a million followers on Twitter a fast breaking Barack Obama's record for opening a Twitter account did the same thing broke records on making an Instagram account Um, Caitlin Jenner's killing it right now they're saying that, that she can make over like $400 million this year just in like promotional advertising and sponsorships. So you go get it, girl. <laughs> uh, Disney Channel has set the premiere dates for their Descendants movie. Fox is developing a 24 spin off, which will feature a new lead character. Although it does say Donald Sutherland will probably make an appearance as Jack Bauer to kind of show the crossover and kind of bleed that over. Uh, I'm very happy about this. Last September, Eli Roth, director Eli Roth, was going to release his new movie called The Green Inferno, which we posted the trailers for it. We talked about this last year. Looked like a really good horror movie. I like Eli Roth. I like his style. He's very demented. He's over the top, usually pretty gory. Um, he did this movie called The Green Inferno about this like these people that go down into like the rainforest and, and then they end up getting captured by this like cannibal tribe and supposed to be really intense and then a couple weeks before the movie was supposed to come out it just got pulled and there was something about the financing to the studio got they didn't have enough money to do the marketing and all this stuff so the movie just ended up getting pulled and has been sitting on a shelf for about a year well Blumhouse Pictures has come to the rescue and I'm very happy about this I love Blumhouse they're you know the little low budget company that usually if you've seen a horror movie lately they're usually the ones behind it I mean they've done all the Purge movies and they did you know Insidious and you know all all those you know horror films over the last couple of years paranormal activities and stuff so Blumhouse Pictures has come in and actually bought the rights to the Green Inferno by Eli Roth and they've given it a new release date and it will come out in September I believe around September 20th or so um, in theaters nationwide so very happy to see that the Green Inferno will live and get its release date it only took a year but we're finally going to get this movie in theaters again so thank you Blumhouse for coming in and picking up that task 
Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is looking to star and produce in a remake of Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, I'm very excited about this. This was really big news when it dropped. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like remakes, but it seems like there's a lot of positive buzz coming around Big Trouble in Little China, and it just gets me excited because you all know I'm a big rock fan. I support anything this guy does, and I think he'd be a great fit for Big Trouble in Little China. And, you know, the fact that he his company is going to produce it and he's going to star in it, I think it's going to turn out to be pretty damn good. So this was some exciting news there. Uh, coming from the world of movie remakes as of last week. Oh, let's see here. We have the complete TV lineup for Comic-Con 2015. If, you, if you're heading to Comic-Con, you want to check that out. You can see exactly where everything's going to line up. Uh, Homeland has added Miranda Otto, uh, Miranda Otto to a new series regular. Um, let's see here. Sophia Coppola has exited The Little Mermaid. Uh, she was going to direct a live-action Little Mermaid film. Uh, and don't get it twisted, it was not going to be like the Disney film. Uh, she was going to make a very dark and kind of twisted <laughs> kind of version. Uh, this was not the Disney version. She was doing her own thing. Uh, but they came up, of course, again, creative differences. We're seeing a lot of people drop out of projects lately. And it always seems to be from creative differences. But she has left the project, so we'll see what ends up happening with this version of The Little Mermaid. Uh, Eddie Redmayne has officially been cast in the Harry Potter prequel Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Him. So, good cast in there. Uh, Heroes Reborn News, Senhil Ramurthy is going to reprise his role as Mohinder in Heroes Reborn. This makes me excited. Every time I see somebody from the original cast comes back, it gets me really, really stoked because I loved Heroes. So, very excited about that. Children's Hospital has been renewed for a season 7. This is a show that I feel I really need to watch because I like everybody involved, but I've never seen a single episode of it. So, seven, 7 seasons in, I need to get on board with Children's Hospital. Alright, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans, Luke Mitchell has been promoted to a series regular for Season 3. He was one of the Inhumans that kind of helped Sky on Season 2, if you're wondering who I'm talking about. Uh, so he's going to be back. He's the one with the electricity kind of powers. So that's very, very cool. Um, Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann have left Bad Moms. Uh, this was a movie that Judd Apatow was going to produce and his wife Leslie Mann was going to star in. So once again, leaving a project again. But this one says it was due to scheduling issues based on like other projects they're doing and when it was going to start and when they wanted to start this Bad Moms movie. So they just didn't have time for it, so they ended up having to leave there. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man and Avengers Assemble have both been renewed. Uh, Nicolaj Arcel is in talks to direct Stephen King's The Dark Tower. This is a project that we've been, I feel we've been talking about for the whole like four years I've been doing this show. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. We have the very first teaser trailer and poster for Disney Pixar's The Good Dinosaur. So you can check that out. We actually had a lot of trailers pop up this week, so we're going to run down through a handful of them here shortly. So another big trailer week. Trailer Palooza again. We have the new Harley Quinn trailer for Batman Arkham Knight, the video game that comes out in a couple weeks. Big trailer that focuses on the Harley Quinn stuff. Comedy Central has ordered a Nikki Glaser series and stand-up special, so she's getting that. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter is coming to Universal Studios Hollywood in spring of 2016. 
We got a new Mega Man animated series coming, and it's going to get a 26 episode order. So very big there. We also have the first full trailer for Joe Dirt 2, Beautiful Loser, starring David Spade. This trailer kind of threw me off. It's actually got some time travel and all kinds of weird stuff in it. Wow, I had no clue what this movie was going to be doing. But what I'll tell you, though, is you can see this movie for free on Crackle. So, you know, we watched the trailer the other night, and my wife was like, I would not pay a dime to see that in the theater. And I was like, don't worry, you don't have to, because we can watch it on Crackle. So, (laughs) it's a free movie on Crackle. Christina Hodson and Lindsay Beer have joined the Transformers writing team. So that writing team just keeps growing and growing and growing, which I love because it shows that they're really putting a lot of focus into making this Transformers universe really pop, and I'm getting very excited for that. Peter Stormare and Ari Millen have joined Naomi Rapace and Michael Chiklis in the new film Rupture, uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. Sony has narrowed down the list to four frontrunners for the Spider-Man reboot. Um, And this is a weird little list here, so I'll run down it, but I'm kind of like, eh. (laughs) So, um, the main names left are Ted Melfi, Jonathan Levine, John Francis Daly, and Jonathan Goldstein, uh, and John Watts. So, Jonathan Levine is best known for All the Boys Love Mandy Lane and Warm Bodies. He also did the Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, 50-50. Ted Melfi did Bill Murray's uh, St. Vincent. John Francis Daly is best known for um, starring role on Freaks and Geeks. And he also partnered with Jonathan Goldstein to direct the upcoming Ed Helms-led Vacation movie. And... You got John Watts, who directed Kevin Bacon in the new film Cop Car, which we just posted the trailer for that this past week. Um, So, a lot of kind of like indie type of directors. So, it's very very interesting, the names here. I mean, nobody really tremendously big. So, I'd probably go with the uh, 50-50 guy at this point. So, we'll see. We have the new Red Band trailer for Ted 2, which I actually thought was super hilarious. Um, we have the Honest trailer for Entourage. You can check that out. It's actually a TV Honest trailer. Uh, Spike TV is teaming with the Salt screenwriter for a new scripted cop drama. Let's see how Mark Wahlberg teases an Entourage sequel at the premiere of the film. He says, if people like it, then we'll do one more. Um, I don't know how that holds up, though, after the box office weekend because it didn't perform all that well. So I don't know if people do want another one. Um... There's going to be a movie made about the Sony hack. Should have known this was only a matter of time. We all know the Sony hack was like, what, around Christmas time? And they're already saying that a movie is in the works from the Oscar-nominated team. Um, so, congratulations with that. Jason Isaacs is going to play a villain in Gore Verbinski's supernatural horror movie. Uh, Clint Eastwood's next film has been revealed, and it's going to be Captain Sully. Which is going to be the tale, uh, true life story. Uh, he's the guy that flew the plane that was crashing and landed it in the Hudson River. So that I think that'll be a pretty cool movie. I would like to see that story updated. Uh, James Gunn has told us uh, has updated us on the Guardians of the Galaxy two status. He has turned in his script. He says he's all done. Uh, the script supposedly put tears in Chris Pratt's eyes because he said it was so perfect. Uh, according to Chris Pratt, the script was turned in. Marvel looked at it, and Marvel even said. 
this is perfect We got no notes for you to take on this Which is crazy because Marvel always has some notes So how much of that do I believe? Eh, I probably believe it I mean Guardians of the Galaxy was an amazing movie So he definitely knows what he's doing with these characters So if Marvel really did take that script And just say this is good to go Then more power to him man I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 Let's see TV Land is developing a comedy inspired by the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Kyle Richards. I don't know how they're going to turn that into a movie, but hey. So, once again, uh, I don't know. The next Star Wars anthology film is being rumored to be a Han Solo Boba Fett movie. So, we've already heard the rumors of a Boba Fett film. Um, kind of an origin story for him Now they're saying that it's going to be kind of a Han Solo versus Boba Fett type film So we'll see what ends up happening Anything with Star Wars at this point is of course Always rumors uh, Fox is developing A prison break revival So Fox is definitely in the kick right now Of taking franchises that have ended And trying to bring them back And it looks like prison break is next Hey your two main guys on prison break Are now on the flash and they're going to be in Legends of Tomorrow so I don't know if you're going to get them back for it, but, uh, you know, we'll see. We also have the full cast listing for James Gunn's The New Belko Experiment, which is now filming. You can check that out. I'm going to sit and read all the names, but he's got a good handful of stuff there. Uh, Back in the Star Wars rumor mill, they're saying that Matthew Vaughn and Jon Favreau are two directors that are being eyed for the 2018 Star Wars anthology film. Ooh. Jenna Jackson officially announces that her first album in seven years is going to come out this fall Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig, they did do a Lifetime movie And it's called A Deadly Adoption And it's going to air on June 20th So, remember I talked about this several episodes back And then they said, oh no, that's a lie, they didn't film no movie Well then a big billboard went up in Hollywood showing them on the poster So it looks like it is official We'll see A Deadly Adoption on June 20th Netflix announces four new original animated series for kids So we got some new programming like Tarzan and Jane And some other stuff coming to Netflix Uh, A Tangled animated series based on the film Tangled is coming And the original film's voice cast are all returning to do the voices for it Which is pretty damn cool, so I like it You can see last week we posted a link to Kung Fury um, Which was a very out of this world kind of weird film Another internet mini film has come out Called Dawn of the Planet of the Zombies and the Giant Killer Plants on Some Serious Acid Yes, I'm not lying But it's very short, I believe it's less than 5 minutes long But another really weird one to check out if you're interested Um... Showtime is following in the footsteps of HBO Go And they're launching their new streaming service um, Which is going to be just like HBO Go It's a standalone streaming service that will launch over the internet And you can basically for 10 bucks a month Watch all the Showtime programming that you want So you don't have to add it to your cable package Very cool Disney is planning a live action film Based on a night on Bald Mountain From the Fantasia film So We'll see how that goes 
Marlon Wayans, we knew this was probably coming, but now we got the official green light here. Marlon Wayans is going to write and star in the Fifty Shades of Grey spinoff or spoof called Fifty Shades of Black. Aw, yeah. I'm excited about that. Love Marlon Wayans. I know he's not for a lot of people's taste, but I think the haunted, <clears throat> the um, haunted mansion or uh, what the fuck was the one he did the last couple years? It was a haunted mansion, right? Or scary mansion, haunted movie, haunted house movie. I don't know. Um, but it was like Paranormal Activity. Those two are hilarious. And then Scary Movies, the first two that they were involved in. I love their spoof movies, so I'm up. I could care less for Fifty Shades of Grey, but I will watch Fifty Shades of Black. Um, Samuel Jackson has confirmed that he is not going to be in Captain America 3 Civil War. Um, I found this to be a little bit odd, but if you read the article with him, he says he doesn't even understand why he's not in it. He's like, I guess I'm just out there trying to figure out what happened to S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but... It, what it seems like is the big thing here is that he's got a nine-picture deal. He's done seven films already. He's got two empty slots, and it looks like Marvel just basically wants to hold him out for Infinity War 1 and 2. So they don't want to waste him on one for Civil War, which I can understand, especially a movie like Civil War that already has so many people in it. But at the same time, it feels very weird to have that many people in it and have something like Civil War going down without Nick Fury. So I'm a little bummed that he's not going to be in the film. Hopefully they can work something out there. I don't know why they're worried about using his film options because he's already made it very apparent that he wants to re-up his contract and continue being Nick Fury. So we'll see. Uh, another remake that I don't think anybody's asking for, but a remake to Whoopi Goldberg's sister act is in development over at Disney Pictures. Um, Community's Joel McHale is set to star on Fox's upcoming X-Files revival So he's going to get added to that cast there, which is pretty cool Alright, so we got a lot of new trailers that came out, like I said So we got Joe Dirt 2, Beautiful Loser We have a trailer for 99 Homes starring Andrew Garfield um, and Michael Shannon Which I think this looks like a really solid movie right here Um, Let's see Uh... Alright, next up, um, James Wan has officially closed his deal to direct Aquaman and Robotech. So these are rumors that we've talked about on previous episodes, but is now official. He's locked in his deal. He is going to direct the Aquaman solo film starring Jason Momoa, and then he's going to do Robotech afterwards. So very, very cool. James Wan is a great director. I'm very excited to see what he does with Aquaman. So this was really, really good news coming out of there. Michael Bay is looking to direct a new film called Time Salvager, which is based on a new book that just came out. He really, really liked the book, and um, so he was like, hey, let me do this movie. (laughs) Another movie that looks like it may finally be coming over at Warner Brothers is Meg. Meg is based on the giant Megalodon shark uh, that has been rumored, the prehistoric shark that is supposedly like 50 feet long and is just, you know, can kill a giant whale with one bite, eat a boat, you know, like, I mean, the Megalodon is crazy. Um, so, you know, in the vein of Jaws, I would love to see a Meg movie. I just think it would be awesome. So it looks like this finally getting a move on over at Warner Brothers. So that makes me very, very excited. Uh, the show Elementary has tapped John, John Noble uh, to play Sherlock's father. So that's very cool. Um, 
Over back on the rumor mill Marvel might be developing a Miss Marvel and Hulk TV show The Hulk TV show thing is something that's been circulating for years I don't see it being a TV show And they got a Miss Marvel movie coming out soon Unless they want to go with a different version Like that in the movies Captain Marvel This may be a Miss Marvel based on the new version in the comics I don't know I just I don't think they're going to add any more TV shows Other than Netflix stuff uh, CBS is developing some Brady Bunch and Cheers stage shows Not television, stage shows um, Yeah, Mike, the Michael Bay one is going to be directing a big screen adaptation Of the upcoming sci-fi novel Time Salvager Which sounds like something that would, Michael Bay would be awesome at uh, We got another exit uh, Director Louis Luther has exited Sony's In the Deep Which is another shark kind of movie um, another creative differences kind of thing there. Samuel Jackson thinks that Mace Windu could return um, in the in another Star Wars film. So good luck there, Sam. We'll see if you can get another paycheck <laughs> from there. Uh, over in video game news again, they've re- announced that Uncharted: The Nathan Drake Collection is going to be coming out in October, which will feature all three of the original Uncharted games: Drake's Fortune, Among Thieves, and Drake's Deception, all redone. For the PS4 So that's going to be really really cool The Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman Tells us what to expect on the new spinoff show Fear the Walking Dead uh, MTV Scream We get the first look at the new mask That's going to be used on the show You can check that out Mark Duplass explains his found footage horror movie called Creep You can check that out Ron Perlman is trying once again To get Hellboy 3 made He's using social media to po- to push people to tweet and get everybody saying, "Hey, we want Hellboy three to close out the trilogy." I've ta- I've spoke on this before. I am not a fan of the Hellboy films. Um, I didn't like one, and I didn't like two either. So I could care less about a Hellboy three. So I know Ron Perlman loves the character. I know um, Guillermo del Toro would love to do a third one, but he wants he wants to make it an even bigger budget and the other two movies have lost money so the studio just doesn't have any want to go through with this so unless they can really do a smaller budget and Gilmo said you know I'm not going to do it on a smaller budget so I don't see how anybody's going to win on this point the complete first season of Gotham is going to be hitting DVD and Blu-ray in September uh, Henry Simmons has also been promoted to series regular for Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 3 so that's really cool um, the unauthorized Full House story Releases their first cast photo um, Which is pretty damn funny I love seeing these cast photos of people Doing like these 80's TV shows Like in their Like <laughs> In their TV show poses It's just so cheesy Ugh. The TV show Degrassi is ending It's 14 season run Over on Teen Nick in July Woo uh, Star Trek 3 director Justin Lin promises a whole new worlds and species He says they're going to definitely boldly go where no man's gone before in part 3 Lawrence Fishburne is going to be directing Idris Elba in The Alchemist So that's pretty cool uh, We got an interview with R.L. Stein talking about the Goosebumps movie um, SNL and The Daily Show alum Rob Riggle has joined Playing House for season 2 we have the first poster and trailer uh, for the new Steven Spielberg film starring Tom Hanks called Bridge of Spies. We also have the first promo for Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no! Uh, so we got 
plenty more trailers for you. A first is the second trailer for Paper Towns. We also have the first Green Band trailer for Vacation. The Red Band one dropped a couple weeks ago. Been waiting for a Green Band one. This one came out. I think it looks hilarious. So Vacation Green Band trailer looks awesome. We have the first trailer for Everest, which looks really really good, starring Jason Clark and Jake Gyllenhaal. Got a really big cast. Looks insanely crazy. We have the first trailer for Z for Zachariah, which stars Margot Robbie, Chiwetel Ejiofor, and Chris Pine. We have the trailer trailer for Lila and Eve, new drama film starring Viola Davis and Jennifer Lopez. We have the first official full trailer for The Walk, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which looks really, really good, too. I think that one's going to be crazy in IMAX 3D. We also have the brand new second trailer for Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, starring Tom Cruise, of course. And this new trailer is awesome. I am looking so forward to Rogue Nation. We have Everything Wrong with Jurassic Park 3 in 15 minutes or less. <laughs> um, and they also did Everything Wrong with uh, Jurassic Park The Lost World as well this past week. So you can see Part 2 and 3 as we get prepped for Jurassic World coming up here. Uh, let's see. Legend of Tomorrow star shares some spinoff details. Confirms a Flash return. And that's coming from... Um, the guy that plays Firestorm there. Leonardo DiCaprio and Michael Bay are teaming up for a new film based on the Rodden Cycling Team. Um, very interesting move to team Leonardo DiCaprio and Michael Bay for a cycling movie. Um, unless the bicycles blow up, I don't want Michael Bay involved with something like this. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, Emily Blunt is in talks to star in The Girl on the Train for DreamWorks Pictures. Uh, this is based on a book, and Emily Blunt would be perfect for this role, so I'm very excited about that. Um, franchise plans have been explained, and two more writers have joined the Transformers writing room. They have set this thing up. They said that they want to go in the vein of Star Wars and the Marvel franchise, where they basically are working on a timeline to fit in prequels and sequels and spin-offs and everything to the Transformers world and have it all mesh together and make sense. So I like that they're really taking the time to do this. They're mentioning they might do a Bumblebee spin-off, they might do Beast Wars, they might do the Transformers 1 prequel. Lots of good stuff going. If you're a Transformers fan like myself, it's a good time I think to be a Transformers fan. Um let's see here. Dave Chappelle has joined Spike Lee's new musical comedy called Chirac. Uh, Method Man has been cast in VH1's hip-hop movie called The Breaks. Um, big rumor mill going around this weekend is that Jason Statham may be playing Bullseye in Daredevil Season 2. Um, there's been some conflicting rumors. Marvel has already kind of come out and been like, oh, there's no truth to that. And Jason Statham's trying to play coy, and he's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. But... I don't ever believe when studios are so quick to shoot stuff down because um, they we all know how secretive they are. So they probably are kind of pissed that this news got out. So don't hold anything to it. It, do, it may very well turn out to just be a shitty little rumor. But think about it. Jason Statham is bullseye in Daredevil season two. I love it. So I would take that in a heartbeat. We got our first look at The Strain Season 2 over on FX, so that's going to be awesome. I so can't wait for that. We got the first trailer for HBO's Seven Days in Hell, starring Andy Samberg and Jon Snow. <laughs> so that's going to be great. 
Victor Garber uh, speaks about DC's Legends of Tomorrow. He talks all about the show and what to expect. Um, Robin Hood Origins has landed the Peaky Blinders director Otto Bathurst for a brand new origin story on Robin Hood. Greater Robert Kirkman says that the timelines on the two Walking Dead shows will match up, so the shows will connect. Um, NBC is pulling the Melissa George drama from its fall schedule because she's pregnant, so congratulations to her, and they'll push that back to mid-season. Jason George has been promoted to a series regular on Grey's Anatomy. We have a full list of all the cool Easter eggs from Arrow Season 3. So check that out if you're a fan of Arrow and you want to see all the little Easter eggs they snuck in there. Um, We have the new second trailer for Ballers, um, which is the new um, HBO show starring The Rock that's going to debut here in a couple weeks. We have the first full trailer for Bridge of Spies, which is that new Tom Hanks Cold War movie directed by Steven Spielberg. We got the second trailer for Southpaw starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Let's see... Vera Farmiga, Kelly McDonald, Kevin Pollack have all been cast in Ricky Gervais's new film called Special Correspondence. Josh Boone, uh, Josh Boone's take on Stephen King's The Stand is looking to begin as an eight-part TV miniseries that will start on Showtime. So Showtime will do an eight-part miniseries, which will then lead into the feature film. So they're looking to do this big, this thing up big. That is the stand from Stephen King. Um, the the writers behind the new Power Rangers movie say that the new movie is gonna be playful, but that doesn't mean that it won't be mature. <laughs> so I like how this is. A, it's gonna be mature, but playful. Um, so we will see how that all goes down. Um, I, I hope that, you know, we were hoping that they shifted a little bit when that little fan film came out because it showed that you could do some pretty cool Power Rangers. Uh, in box office kind of news, Fury Road, Mad Max Fury Road has crossed the $300 million mark worldwide. So congratulations to them on making that um, hot, ugh, that hurdle right there. HBO's True Detective, the new season, has released two new promos for the second season that's debuting here in a couple weeks. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has also announced that he's going to be doing a new variety special That's going to support the U.S. troops later this year So man, there's nothing that this guy won't do, man, I love The Rock Uh, According to Industry Insiders, Caitlyn Jenner's memoir could be worth as much as $15 million Goodness gracious, maybe I should turn into a chick Uh, And in our last piece of news, it very much saddens me to tell you this, uh, but Constantine, the TV series, is officially dead. Um, When we talked on the Upfront show a couple weeks ago about what was staying, what was going, um, we knew Constantine was canceled by NBC, but the showrunners and everybody involved said, don't worry, you know, we're, we're shopping it around, we're trying to see if we can get another network to pick it up, and we'll let you know. And... We haven't heard anything, it's been really quiet So that made me nervous because I expected we would have heard something by now And today, the showrunner came out and he said I hate to bring the news to you, but nobody's grabbed it 
So all the the cast and the crew have been let out of their contracts officially as of today, and the series is dead. So very sad because Constantine was a really good show. It got better and better with every episode. NBC kind of launched it to fail it by putting it on Friday nights, and I don't know why the CW didn't grab it. Why maybe like Hulu didn't grab it? It could have found a fan base. It was in the DC universe. They could have done something really cool. To uh, link it up with the Flash and Arrow And it really does suck Because they, they did a good job with Constantine So gone way too soon TV series officially dead <sighs> Sucks So That my friends is the news of the week Let's get to our box office And our release dates On DVD and Blu-ray this Tuesday Is going to be Kingsman The Secret Service Awesome movie Probably my third favorite movie of the year so far uh, Serena, which was a movie starring Bradley Cooper and um, Jennifer Lawrence That got a very limited release and then basically went to VOD and just disappeared So I've heard that it sucks <laughs> But that hits Blu-ray and DVD The Duff and uh, Geeky Pat's favorite movie Project Almanac All are hitting DVD and Blu-ray this week In theaters on Friday, it's got no competition It's going to be Jurassic World, baby It's about time, let's do this and here's your box office top 10 as of today. Coming in number 10 is Poltergeist with 2.8 million. Number 9 is Aloha with 3.3 million. Number 8 is Avengers Age of Ultron with 6.2 million. Number 7 is Tomorrowland with 7 million. Number 6 is Pitch Perfect 2 with 7.7 million. Number 5 is Mad Max Fury Road with 8 million. Number 4 is Entourage with 10.4 million. Number 3 is Insidious Chapter 3 with 23 million. Number two is San Andreas holding in nicely with number two with 26.4 million. Oh my god! And number one, like I told you, it's Spy with 30 million dollars. So nice to see an R rated comedy hold that number one spot and bring in a nice 30 mil. Uh, I believe it's also made like 56 million overseas and the film only cost 60 million to make in the first place. So it's already a nice hit just from the weekend. So. Nice job to everyone involved there for Spy, your new number one film. Of course, until next week when Jurassic World comes out and <laughs> makes like $100 million in its opening weekend. So that, my friends, is going to do it for tonight's edition of Am I on the Air. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, please follow us and support us. Our official webpage is amiontheair.com. You can go there. You can listen to the show. You can check out movie reviews, trailers. Um, you know, everything's there. So go check out amiontheair.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. You can follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter directly at dxdonmega. You can, of course, subscribe to us on iTunes. Look for our feed. Uh, if you need help finding any of our social stuff, just look on amiontheair.com, click on the social tab, and you'll find all that stuff right there. Um, but we are on iTunes. We're also available on Stitcher. And tune in if you're looking for an app like on your phone to stream our show. That's Stitcher and tune in uh, if you don't have iTunes. We're, of course, also available on Instagram. You just look up Am I on the Air. You can follow us on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash Am I on the Air. So it's very easy to find us. Do you sense the theme? It's called Am I on the Air. Um, We're probably going to launch a Periscope channel. Uh, If you haven't heard of Perry Cool Video Feed, uh, app that you can do on the iPhone and Android right now, which is streaming live video and people can chat directly with you. And I love to test new technology. I started 
checking out Periscope a couple days ago on my personal account, and then I thought, this could actually be something probably pretty cool for Am I on the Air. So we might do some special videos for breaking news and stuff like that on Periscope. So look for Am I on the Air there in the next couple days. Um, and, uh, of course, RedDragonsRadio.com, that's our hub. We are here in the Red Dragons Radio studios. Support Red Dragons Radio. You can follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio. You can like on Facebook at Red Dragons Radio. And you can listen to all the great shows like this, our spinoff show, Am I Still on the Air, our brand new shows like Red Dragons Assemble, and of course support all our other peeps like the This Week with the Geek and the People's Forum and Pro Wrestling Nation and Brothers of Destruction podcast. There's a lot of stuff on Red Dragons Radio, so go support it. And that will do it for us tonight on this uh, June the 7th. And um, it's a nice Sunday night here. It's hot as hell here in the Red Dragons Radio Studios because that Arizona sun is still beating down at 8 o'clock at night. It's too much, man. It's too much. Tired of sweating already. It's only June. It's only early June, man. So thank you so much once again for listening supporting the show. Please, please continue to spread the love to all your friends and family. Tell everybody about Am I on the Air? If they like entertainment news, tell them, hey, you got to listen to this show. He tells you what's up every single week. Never let you down. Alrighty, so thanks for the love, and we'll catch you next time on another new edition of Am I on the Air? Peace! Red Dragons!